Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before getting started, we'd like to thank our sponsor, General Motors. Take a moment to check out how GM is shaping an all-electric EV future by inspiring innovation at gm.com. You start the fire. We are back with another episode of The Measurables with War Air. Powered by Revolt. Shot by my brother Cali Vision. Now today, we have one of my favorite guys. Favorite guys. Anybody who's seen the show Workaholics, you know this guy. Has a film coming out about my father with the incredible, incomparable Robert De Niro. Um, not only can he do a good comedy bit for you, but he can also give you a good tearjerker as well. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Anders home. They don't know whether to laugh or cry. They don't know. That's how I get them. But the thing is, we're right here. <laughs> we're here. We're right here. So I ask everyone this when they come on the program. How are you? How is your mental? Uh, right now? At this very second. At, well, at this very second, I'm very good. Okay. But, dude, I'm a mess. Fucking hell. I'm a mess. Why, though? It's, I'm a good mess. I'm okay. A, I'm a good mess. It's fine. Uh, was supposed to be filming the Workaholics movie right now. Are you si- That was one of my quit. Yeah. So, if pe- some people know, some people don't. We had the Workaholics movie ready to go. We wrote a script. Yes. We got paid. Oh, you got paid too. Paramount Plus was like, here we go. And right after they had their kind of like big summit, end of the year, they come back in the new year and they go, Workaholics, the movie is not global <clears throat> global enough for what we're trying to do here. Get out of here, bro. At, at the budget, we were trying to like really do something fantastic, right? We okay. wanted to do something like, Big, fun action comedy, just like a blown-out episode, right? Yes. Um, and we were like, oh, okay. But we already, were like, rented stages. We started casting. Oh, like, my god! And they were just like, so, supposed to be doing that now. So, life is weird. Also, got a vasectomy on Monday. Oh, wow. Just kind of walking a little off right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> no, no more fighter pilots, huh? That's it. We did That's it. it, huh? We've got the fleet. Um, we're good to go. So how so so how many deep are you? Three. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. so if if there is another pregnancy, it will be immaculate. Uh, there's gonna be some questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it might be a Mac I get. Um, but yeah, it. So yeah, we're we're wrapping it up, and uh, you know, she's she's been through it. She's 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 been such a trooper, and like you know, yeah, women hats off. Yeah, man. They bro. Before it's we not get, easy. Before we get into my to, to the litany of questions, yeah. you know, my wife, she was like, listen, man, if we're going to get this party started, let's get this party started right. Mm-hmm. It's something called a snatchback. I don't know if this is prevalent in the white community. Okay. Among the brothers and the sisters, uh-huh. a snatchback body is when you have a baby and, you, and your body snatches back. Right, right. Yeah, okay. okay? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, so even, if, even if the terminology does not exist, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm talking about. I believe in the whites, I've, I've heard, I've heard <laughs> snapback. 
Oh, oh, you heard snap? Okay, snapback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, where it's just like get it yeah. right back. Yeah, right, 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 right back. Yeah. So was your wife? Was it like you know what? This is the third. This time when I get pretty, I'm gonna stay this way. I'm not going down this road again. Yeah, I mean, so my wife's also like a marathon runner. Oh wow! So it, it was very easy. It, it, Muscle it, memory. Yeah, it, it is, but it's also like those uh, nine, ten months of like. Yeah. Being hemmed up like she can't do the things she loves to do. Right. right? Her personality, the, the way she starts her day, like that yeah. kind of thing. I can't imagine like just skipping breakfast every day. Right. If breakfast was my favorite meal. Right. Exactly. So, you know, it, it does a number on uh, just who, who they are and what they're doing and all that stuff. So. Right. You know. But yeah. Well, you know, there are people who watch this uh, th- this podcast, thankfully, around the world. And they may ask. Boz, what's with the outfit? It never rains in California. It's been quite chilly. Yeah. And in the Southlands these past couple of days, Anders, would you concur? Um, I would. I would. <laughs> we actually had family out here, my wife's side, some people from Wisconsin, and they were here for like three days, two days of sunshine. Yeah. And then it was just like the rain, the cold. The rain, bro. And I'm like, did you bring this here? Yes. Is this yours? Yes. Um, yes. So, like, lightweight, your family is responsible for the El Nino situations that we haven't experienced in the Southland since 2002. Cats out of the bag. Evingston, Illinois native. How far is that from Harrisburg, Illinois? Have you ever heard of Harrisburg? No. So, so Harrisburg is where my wife is from. It's two and a half hours away from St. Louis. But it's, 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 it's one of those places okay. where, like, you can see time happen. Right. So it's slow. It's it's super slow. So 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 is Evanston that same way? No, Evanston is uh, is the first suburb north of the city. Okay, like we're right from from Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's where like Northwestern University is. Is it where McDonald's is? There is a McDonald's. No, McDonald's corporate. Uh, No, 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 no. No, Okay, it's like it's a small it's a small suburb. It's like I don't even know how it's eighty thousand people. It's very much like Pasadena. Right, Where I'm from. Right, exactly. Yeah. But Pasadena, the the there's not like big estates there, right? Got it. It's more like is it oh, all blue collar? No, it's 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 mixed. It's mixed. It's like a socioeconomic experiment. Got it. What, uh, me and my buddies always because we left there. It's a lot like Berkeley. Yeah. You know. Okay. Got like, it. Oh, this is fine. This is nice, but like also over here is like not that nice. But like everybody's hanging out. Got it. Um, it was cool to grow up there. It was it was the best, you know. It's like right on the beach there of Lake Michigan. That's beautiful, man. Um, how yeah. often? How often did you go back? Uh, now that we have the kids, we prefer they come out here, uh, right? And they like the weather because my folks are still there. I got a brother who's still there, um, but we go back, and my wife who's also from there, we go back once a year now. Okay, it I used mean, to be well, like I mean, twice a year, but you still have you still have roots there. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's fantastic. So. Are you people from Copenhagen or Stockholm by chance? Because the first time I heard the name Anders, right? I, I I have a friend who lives in Stockholm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I never heard this name before. He was like, I mean, it's it's like a common name we're in that out, part of the out, world. <laughs> we're out there, dude. You're out. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, so no, my my dad's side of the family's from. He, he grew up in Evanston, also actually. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So it was like, oh, you used to like walk in these high school halls and shit. <laughs> Okay, he'd be like, "This is my lo- my old locker." I'm like, "Stop, <laughs> right now, please stop it." Um, and, and it, we'll get to it, but it would be like a trip for him to be like, "It was the same. It's the same, but different." 
Oh um, my god, that's amazing. But, but so his his parents were from Minnesota. Got it. Where okay. it's like you know these people are speaking like Norwegian on the farms out in the middle of nowhere type right. stuff. Right, right, right. Because um, they're the people who moved from Europe and were like, oh, it's freezing cold here. Perfect. Perfect. This is what we know. This reminds us of the house. Right. They don't care. Wow. Um, so yeah, that side. And then my mom, she's from North Carolina. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What time? So growing up in Evanston, what type of work did your parents do? Were they were they in entertainment? Did your father like have like a little set down at the comedy spot on the weekend? No, no, that would be bad. That'd be bad news. Um, <laughs> my dad, he had a small business that his uncle started okay. that would um, take glassware, right, and like etch stuff on it. Got it. So yeah. like, if you were like. Uh, the Holiday Inn Hotel, we need ashtrays that say Holiday Inn on them. Let's go. That's, you know. Let's go. Uh, that. And then my mom was just a realtor, uh, like residential realtor. So how did your upbringing, you know, shape your skill as an actor or as a comedian? Did, did like, um, was there any correlation? I mean, my, my parents are kind of characters. And I didn't realize it until, um, like, I had friends over. Right. Oh, they 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 were perform. No, 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 no. Like my my friends, because my, my mom has like the southern accent, and my friends because she's are, from Carolina. Right. My right. friends are from Chicago, and they're like, "Your mom's like funny sounding." Da da da. Yeah. And then my dad is just like old school football type guy. Who like just, Mike Dicka, like that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, had that, this mustache. Like, this oh is, yeah, yeah. This is genetic right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and would just like shake down new friends and be like, Let's, "Oh, absolutely. Come here. Let me see." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Come here. rip the arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you play? Yeah. You know? And it's I'm like, like, Dad, stop. I'm, I'm, I'm just a mathematician, sir. Right. Because <laughs> uh, he was, like, a football player and a, and a coach uh, yeah. before he did his, like, adult job, whatever. Right. Um, so it was just like, your parents are weird. I'm like, oh. So maybe they made me weird. But also, that I just watched a ton of television growing up. Just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that. Yeah. So, so this is what I want to know. Like... You're the youngest yeah. of three, right? Yeah. So as a youngster, what did you do to stand out? Because it's like it's like a competition. You can't. Um, you can't. No. Okay. I mean, I, honestly, the the standing out I did was, was that I was like the bad one. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't the road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Bad meaning bad or bad meaning good? <laughs> not Michael Jackson bad. <laughs> Actually, Michael Jackson, not Michael Jackson anything. Um, uh, yeah, I would just moonwalk everywhere. You would moonwalk uh, everywhere. No, I was like, like, there's Anders right there. I was just bad in school, just, just disrespectful. Just, I was just like the wild one. So, in answer to my question, you yeah. stood out by being like, oh, yeah, there's your little brother. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that was, right? Yeah. Okay. So you must have done good somewhere because you end up at the University of Wisconsin, member of the swim team. I swam my way into college. So, all right. So, so, so that being said, can you please pull, pull me like, I know about basketball locker rooms. Yeah. Because I played basketball my whole life. Right. But like I have friends who play football, so they tell me about their experiences. Yeah. Never once have I had an associate or friend mm-hmm. who was a part of that swim life. Yeah. You're not ready for that swim life, bro. Please pull me into the world of a swimmer. 
What are the things that people just need to know so they can put respect on swimmers' names? Um, I don't know if that's going to happen, but <laughs> but um, here's one here's one detail that like if you were going to write something about a swim team or like make a movie about swimmers. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another hundred meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com. When we lock our lockers after we've like gotten undressed and we're going into school or whatever, right? You hook your Speedos on the lock. And then you lock the lock, and the speedos hang outside the locker, so it can dry. dry. Okay, so that's like a very specific swimmer thing about the locker. Okay, and so maybe every once in a while you might just put some Ben Gay on somebody's speedo because <laughs> it's right there and it's available. That might happen. Um, <coughs> Question: Yeah, does the speedo not dry inside of the locker? Yeah, but you don't want it like dripping and all all, all of your oh, stuff. Oh, okay, got it. Like, got you got, got your it. like workout shoes in there for when we do dry land. Which is just, <laughs> bro. This is a thug out, land. bro. This is a thug out situation right here. We're, we're, yeah. we're, you are taking us inside uh-huh. the world. You ever see that uh, documentary, uh, The Last Dance? Yeah, of course. How they how 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 they took us inside yeah. of Jordan's career. You're yeah. taking us inside the world of of of, of Anders and 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 also like Mike Phelps. Like you're, you're taking us yeah. there. Yeah, Greg um, Luganis, the all of them. Luganis was a diver. Uh, okay, but I mean, is that not swimming? It's it's so different. How so? It's it's Is it like football and flag football? No, 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 no. It's okay. I'm trying you know what I'll try and think of something. Um it'd be like if you were no, I don't want to make diving sound. Well maybe I'll make swimming the putt putt. It'd be like if you were like a sinister golfer. Okay. Uh like Caddyshack. Or a good golfer, but then there was somebody who's like amazing at um putt putt. Okay. All hole in ones. All okay. all trajectories, all exact movements. So diving is like you got one shot. Like that's it, and it's a it's a different discipline. Um, divers are crazy because uh, they're just like, yeah, I'll jump off that shit, flip around, and like slam my face in the water a yeah. hundred times before I get it. Yeah, I'll yeah, 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 yeah. Swimmers from 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 tremendous heights. Right, it's wild. Yeah. Um, swimming, uh, more of a conditioning sport, less of like an uh, acrobatic yeah. sport. Um, less acrobatic. I mean, we're doing flip turns. Bro, um, it requires coordination. When you get to the, when you get to that wall, you got to make that little flip and bounce off. That's it, amazing. It does, but even in at the college level, you see the swimmers who are athletes, and then you see the swimmers who just have work capacity. Got it. And by that, I mean like got it. Yeah, they dive in, kind of goofy, and then they just turn on, wow, and go, and wow. they don't have to slow down because they got a big heart or whatever it is. But then you also see the athletes. Who have a little something to their dive, like yeah. you see them really slip in the water, yeah, and then they just 
there's a little different movement. You know what I mean? It's the same as like on a basketball court. Like mm-hmm. not all centers are moving like Shaquille O'Neal. Right. Right. Some, yeah. A lot um, of them are moving like Tree Rollins. But I'm just saying it's like they're not going to move like a point guard. Right. 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 But they're all in the same sport. They just do different things. That's an amazing analogy. So so with that amazing breakdown, which one were you? Were you the Iverson of swimming? Yeah. I mean, you, you, were? you haven't heard? No, no, um, I, I, I hadn't. Please put me on. No, I'm, I, 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 you know what I, I was? I was pretty good at uh, both, right? Yeah. Not the most athletic dude, but I'm not inathletic. Right. Um, like, I wasn't a big basketball player. I could play a little bit of soccer. I could play some tennis. Um, I could run pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, but I wasn't, like, super hand-eye. Baseball was not for me at all, right? Got it, yeah. Like, couldn't couldn't do that, um, and then I just had like a pretty good engine. Mm-hmm. Like I could train pretty good, but there were people who could train way better that just wow. weren't as athletic. Got it. And it's also it comes down to like the feel of the Absolutely. water. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Just like there are some people uh, in every sport, I believe, who have uh, a sensitivity and like a touch to the sport, right? To the sport, or just right. to life, right? Yeah. Um, Great. I think I had I had enough of that to get me to college where I was just okay. I was a pretty really good high school swimmer, but I was just okay in college. So do they have your speedos like in the rafter? Um like Anders home? I had some I had some school records, but uh Say word. They got taken by my guy who was two years younger than me and who was like actually legit. He was like, Yeah, let me come get those. He told, right now. He, I was he gave me a year though, right? Because I was like, he's gonna take them next year. Are you serious? And he didn't, didn't get them. Did you all have like a meeting? And he was just like letting you know, hey, man, listen, I'm coming for you. A little bit. He was, like, more shy, but dude was a serious. But he was like, real. Yeah, yeah. He was, like, Olympic. Uh, was not an Olympian, but was, like, almost there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what, what situations lead you from there to Los Angeles? Right. So uh, in, in college, um, there to swim. Yeah. Period. Right. right. And then I'm like, oh, like I'm watching movies. I love movies. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching movies, watching mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live. Um, you know, I'm like a Ghostbusters head. Yeah. Uh, I just love all that era of, of of comedy. And I was like, oh, you could take film classes. Yeah. Right. So I take film classes, but I'm stupid. Right. <laughs> so I'm like failing film 101, which is basically like. Hey, read this big ass book and then like answer these questions. I'm like, what? I want to make like let's start making right, stuff. Right. But I don't do well enough to like make it into the major. Okay. So I get a little bit of the way, and when we start making stuff, I get A's. I get straight A's. Yeah. Uh, and, and a thing that made me realize I could do this, which was writing, because that's what I wanted to do originally, was we had a film class where we were going to film. Uh, two three camera you know like a tv style three camera Mm -hmm. um short scenes right they're like six or eight page scenes Uh uh-huh and i wrote mine and then my buddy was like i don't know what to do i was like i'll write yours and the teacher picks two to film and he picked mine and he picked my buddies awesome and i was like must got some talent here i was like all right like here we go. Yeah. Um, and so we filmed those and, the, you know, they're not not great, but like something and people got to act in it and all that stuff. And then when it really got into like 
um, like bottlenecking as far as like you got to get into the film school. Yeah. They're like, you don't have the GPA for it. Oh, wow. So I was like, all right, I'm still going to rent the cameras. Right. Because I go to this college, right? Right. I'm still going to run around Madison, Wisconsin, filming goofy shit with my buddies. Um, I'm still going to write screenplays wow. that are like not great. I'm still going to buy books about screenwriting. I'm still going to watch movies and essentially like write down like, okay, first scene, what happened? This happened. Second scene, what happened? Like pause, play. Wow. Like yeah. DVDs came out, right? So that was super helpful as yeah. far as just like being able to pause, rewind real quick, like fast forward um, and That's watching like deleted scenes, not even deleted scenes, but like behind the scenes on yeah. DVDs. Yeah, yeah. That was like the whole thing to help push them. Absolutely. I'm just like. You're into all of that content. Yeah, I'm hitting it hard. And um, wow. yeah, that was that was it. And then uh, my junior year, I got into a bar fight and was terminated from the team. Bar fight. Mm-hmm. Bar- Is that like a rites of passage? I don't know, man. So many of my Anglo brothers, they all have like they're they're all in bar fights. I'm, I'm I, and the thing is, we don't have bar fights in 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 the community. We just have fights. Like I mean, just so at the club. Full somebody made here. Okay, my high school was not white. My high school was sixty forty white black. Okay, or maybe sixty thirty. That explains a lot. Ten other. That explains a lot. Yeah. Of what. The deeper we'll get, we'll get the, no, no, no. The, but the thing is, it, it, it's a great thing, but it yeah. just, it, it, it explains a lot of the stuff what, that, that I'm going to talk to you about with workaholics. Okay. But you're in a bar fight. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know what? Fuck this. I'm yeah. out of here. And they were white. Uh, they were white. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was I was super duper drunk from like a swim team, like uh, like a drinking event that we do every year. We Then we go to the bar and I'm so faded. I'm like, I got to go. Yeah. Um, I walk outside, fall out, fall over a parked motorcycle that oh, I did not shit, see. bro. Damn. Damn. <laughs> and then some dudes just start clowning me. And then I'm like. Oh, I got to give you some of this too. I'm mouthing off. And it's like four or five of them. And then, you know, I made the wrong decision. Hit somebody. And uh, they went out. And then I just took off. But I was like, I thought I was like. <laughs> Michael Johnson, just hands here, like, just Bo Jackson you're like, you're speed. Like going this, you're going this fast? Oh, dude. <laughs> I might have not even been running. I might have been on the ground, like, singing in the rain, just turning in circles, dude. Um, and, that, and that was that. So bad bad decision, bad move. Oh, my God. You know. so, if, so, so if you had it to do again, naturally, you wouldn't have done it. You just would have fallen over the bike and just gotten up and just kept it pushing. Like, yeah. sure, guys, you got that one. It, it wasn't worth it. But so then, like, when you, when I was in college, we, <laughs> we had probably, I think it was like 20, 24 hours a week of practice, right? Wow. You got two hours in the morning. You got two and a half in the afternoon. Uh, then you got three hours on Saturday and three days a week. You got to go to the weight room for an hour. So talk about two a days. It's like four point five a days. Yeah, it's wild. Jesus, and you're just like jacked. Yeah, <laughs> and probably yeah. I was like, let's try this out. Um, but yeah. anyway, bad decision. So I had all this time now, Got and it. I didn't have to like go to sleep and wake up early. Were you on scholarship? Yeah, not not a full ride. No, no, no. For for swimming or academic or swimming. So when you kick off the team, they still allow you to stay at the school. Yeah, yeah. They don't kick I, you out of school. No, no, no. Okay. Just, just off the team. Got it. And I, I get my scholarship for that year because the coach was just like, "Come on, bro." Yeah, Anders. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. Don't get caught. Don't get caught. Basically. Pretty <laughs> I was much. Like, yeah. That's not helping <laughs> at all. 
at all. Um, He's a cool coach. But don't worry. I worked at the liquor store senior year to just make ends meet, um, <laughs> which was awesome. Uh, and got jacked just from tossing kegs around, like delivering kegs and shit. You're yeah. like, for day one, you're like, the fuck? I can't. This is heavy. This is real shit. Real life. Two weeks in, you're just like, give me this. Exactly, Going bro. Going upstairs to parties like, where do you want this? You know? <laughs> you like... You know how the liquid's moving on the inside with it? <laughs> Absolutely. Do you have like a whole Duluth set on? Oh, dude. It was wild. Had all this time and then really dove in dove to in. screenwriting. And uh, I was um, like, it was like a felony uh, that got reduced. So if I, and I was underage still from drinking. Oh, so wow. I couldn't go out. If I went out and got um, like caught drinking by police, I would go to prison. Um, Serious, yeah. So, wow. Stayed inside, absolutely, and also was like, <laughs> absolutely. You know, my parents are like, "What are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm just getting that attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that attention that I so right. eagerly crave. Right. So then, yes. um, really, just you know, kept it chill. Uh, stayed in that Friday, Saturday nights, wrote movies, and. Uh, when I graduated, I was like, cool, I got two movie scripts that are perfect. Yes. I'm going to move to L.A. They're incredible. Yeah. and uh, Like Top Gun and Ferris Bueller? Is it like that? Yeah, like a little a little less. Uh, are you writing more like? A little worse. Are you writing like The Mac? The first, the first one was called The Last Summer. Okay. And it was about, uh, it was all about. <laughs> Listen to this. It was about um, like a therapist. Okay who was working with um, criminals fresh out of prison to, like, kind of help assimilate them back into life. Okay. And they were on, like, suicide watch. Dramatic situation. Yeah, dark comedy. Okay. And so then the therapist has this, I can't even remember what it was, but this incident where he's like, I mean, I feel like I want to kill myself, too. Oh, my goodness. And at the meeting, he's like, guess what, guys? You guys want to die? Let's do it the right way. Let's take a road trip. Oh, wow. And so they're like, oh, I want to kill my, I want to jump off the cliff of the Grand Canyon. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And he's like, cool, we're going to do it all right now. And so then they go on this road trip to do this. And then on the road trip, kind of bond and and finally get along in ways that they didn't really see each other before mm. and find reasons to live. To live, right. But because they're such messes socially, they're just not built for this world, right? They leave this wake behind them. Of foolishness. Of foolishness. And and the police are like, we got to like find these dudes. And then act three is this, just them all looking at each other. Like we, we thought we were going to live after the midpoint of this movie, but we are clearly not made for this. (laughs) And then it's just like, Dudes getting shot by cops and like killing themselves, jumping off this, that, and the oh, so, other. Oh, so 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 they follow through with the plan. They they think they aren't going to, and then at like the dark night of the soul moment, they realize they're about to go back to jail. Oh wow! And they're like, nah, done, done. I'm gonna. This is it. This is over. Some of them get to kill themselves. Others of them get shot, or like there's car accidents that happen where they die. Uh, and it just kind of spirals and then ends in some sad Portishead song, like <laughs> you know. So, so, so I want to come back to that. But what I want to know that from you it. is, what? Sh- well, you say you had two scripts. So, we, so, so, hold on, because yeah, yeah, because yeah. I want to get to that too. Yeah. But growing up, what shows did you watch and music did you listen to that informed that pen? Right. Um, 
Were you watching like Christopher Guest movies, like Waiting for Guffman? Or? No, you know what? I didn't really know about Christopher. I mean, I had seen this is Spinal Tap, okay. which is not it's it's it is his it's his movie, but it's not in that like next pantheon. Or mm-hmm. Pantheon, I don't know what that means. It uh, sounds <laughs> it, 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 it sounds real prestigious. That word, <laughs> yeah. But um, I was watching all like the Bill Murray, Harold Ramis movies. Got it. Um, I was watching. Um, what else? I, I like watching Cheers, mm. uh, In Living Color. Yeah, was like a must watch. Absolutely, uh, SNL. Um, what else? What about music? Music was almost strictly what would be now categorized as like backpack rap, basically native tongues. Got um, it. Got it. Beastie Boys, Native Tongues, Beck. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What else? I mean, that was kind of it. As far as like the rap was just Tribe De La, they're back. That's what I'm saying. They're back. Yeah, they're back. Uh, Black Sheep, Black. So yeah, pretty much all H- Native Tongues. Hilarious. Yeah. Album. Yes, a lot of comedy skits. Super duper funny. In yeah. fact, I was listening to the other day. There's a whole sketch about the dudes being like, if you can't rap about something, I can put my mind we to. We're going to fuck you, you up. And I'm like, that's Twitter right now. We're wow. back. Like, I was like, oh, this is here. We're back. Wow. This is it. What an amazing correlation. I mean, but they were talking. Wow. And by the way, Black Sheep, not that they're not these guys, but like, no one's ever been like, Black Sheep was prophetic. They were no. dropping knowledge. Ever. No, ever. But what they were talking about is like, wow. The fuck, I'm going to talk about what I want to rap about, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And people were truly like, no, you need to be uplifting us. You need to do something for the culture. And they're like, I can't just be funny and talk about my dick. Right. And like, right. What? right, right. I had a dream I was hard. <laughs> Greatest opening ever. <laughs> it was great. Ever. It was, bro, I'm, I'm right there with you. So, so good. So, but anyway, yeah. So all of those things really lead you down this comedy path, right? Mm-hmm. So were you into fashion? In any way. So, uh, yes, you had to be, well, you didn't have to be, but like people, w- people were into fashion at my school. Like Word. you just had to bring, just like get that starter jacket. You had, to, ooh, you had, the starter you, you jacket. Had, you had to. Which one? Uh, well, you know what? I actually, tr- I stepped, I sidestepped it and got an Adidas half zip with the trefoil on the side. Okay. Because it was like $60, and my parents were like, what is a starter jacket, $100 or whatever? Yeah. Um, but yeah. My, my buddy had the Oilers jacket, the all The, all the baby blue? Ones. No, oh, no, no, yeah. no, not all the black. pullover, the full zip, all black. Yeah, with the with the Oilers uh, insignia on the back? Oof. Exactly. But Fire. I mean, like, yeah. dude, the, the Miami... When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Pullover. I mean, you. I don't think you were allowed to wear Raiders. The Hurricanes. You couldn't wear Raiders stuff to our school. Why? Because it was like gang related. Oh, serious? Yeah. Wow. By the way, by the way. Wow, just, bro. It, it was, it was, it was so stupid. Because when you look back, you're like, this is just racist. Yeah. <laughs> like this. Yeah. Is, like yeah. It, it's, but it, but who knows? I don't fucking know. 
Um, there was no like red blue color shit. But, like you couldn't wear Raiders. You couldn't wear baseball caps inside. Um, you couldn't wear a hat outside to the side. Okay. Because that was supposed to be an affiliation shit. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, like, dude, I grew up going to, like, D.A.R.E., and it wasn't just like, don't do meth. It was like, if you're approached by a gang member, say you're a neutron. A neutron? And I'm like... What does a neutron mean? Like, you're not, you're not in any gang. You're so not how, come, how come you just can't vice say... Vice Lords, you're not gangster disciples, you're not folks, whatever, right? Wow. And I'm like, I don't think I'm being a, <laughs> recruited. <laughs> At all. But uh, good to know. But thank you very much for that insight. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, but people, I mean, the just like, just, you know, getting fresh. But we didn't say that shit. We were 12. Got um, you. Got you. But yeah, Jerbos, dude. Oh, my God, bro. Jerbos. You're touching on it all right now. If you had a pair, Incredible. We would just go to Burlington Coat Factory. Yes. And just be like, looking for Jerbos that, like, didn't have pockets that were stitched closed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the true imperfection pieces. Yeah. But then by the time I got to high school, it was more like trail, like hip hop meets granola trail camping carabiner. Like Kurt Cobain mixed no, no, with no, like. No, no, Like. Um, okay. Like free solo. Okay. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So like people mm-hmm. have like Mountain Smith fanny packs with their spray paint in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. everybody was doing graffiti. Um just tearing up that good old Evansville, huh? Well, no, just tagging you, everywhere. We had the L comes into our town, so you just okay. take the L into the city. Okay. Um, and like our school, like a lot of people come out of our high school that do dope shit. Word. Um, can you can 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 you name a couple? Like you know, um, Rasheed Johnson. No who artist. You, no, he's an you? artist. He's a big artist. He's like LeBron's buying all his shit. Nice. Um, Very nice. Lena Waithe went to my high school. Is that right? She's a few years younger than me. Um, older, like the Cusack family. Yes. Piven yes. went to my high school. Like a bunch of people come out. Wow. Um, wow, wow, wow. Okay. Laura Harrier is a little bit younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this dude, Zach Guilford, is an actor from Friday Night Lights. I mean, like people are, people wow. move on. Uh, Tony Johnson, who does a bunch of fashion stuff and like wardrobe stuff in the film uh, business. Wow! And, um, and 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 so, do they have a wall of fame? Like at my high school, they have like a hall of fame for like all the people who've come through. I don't know. I don't know if they do. They. I don't. I don't. I'm not on anything, so they must not. <laughs> <laughs> um, because this is the pride jewel of what was the name of your high school again? ETHS Evanston ET- Township High School. ETHS. So. Yeah. Now we're in LA. You're yeah. here. You guest star on. I mean, like you guest starred on Mindy Project, Modern Family. Mm-hmm. So, question for you in reference to my, uh, Modern Family: Did you and Ty Burrell ever build or Ed O'Neill? And the reason why I ask you that is Ed specifically. He was on two sitcoms that, like, pretty much are like interwoven into the fabric of television yeah. with Married and Modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he knows how to pick them. Did you all ever like yeah. sit? And, like, have these conversations, and from those conversations, you're like, you know, let me click up with my guys and do this. You know what? I didn't even work with Ed O'Neill on that. I only worked with Ty, Jesse Ferguson. Ferguson? Anything? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I was there for, like, a day, maybe two days oh, on wow. one episode. Okay, okay, uh, okay. My buddy Adam from Workaholics, he recurred as, like, the Manny, the nanny who was, like, having a, a love interest with mm-hmm. – um, uh, one of the daughters, and uh, but yeah, I didn't get to really talk to anybody. But dude, Ed O'Neill, besides uh, Married with Children, I used to watch that movie Dutch. Yeah, constantly. 
I was like, this is my movie. Absolutely. It was your jam. So good. Yeah. Um, so he was just like, I mean, iconic. To go from like Married with Children, kind of chill. He chilled for a while. And it was like, all right, I'm ready to get back in. And then have another run. That's yeah. not like that's not yeah. something that like happens often. And I mean, he's just another one of those dudes. He played in the NFL, I think. Are you serious? I believe he You're did. You're not thinking of Rob. Uh, what, what was the guy's name who, who was also an actor? Uh, was it Rob or Bob Euchre? Remember him? No, yeah. Bob Euchre played baseball. He played baseball. <laughs> we were. I was just talking about Bob Euchre on the other podcast I do. This is important with the Workaholics dudes. And they were like, who the fuck is Bob <laughs> Euchre? I'm like, it's such a great name. I'm like, wasn't he like a baseball player yeah. announcer for like Milwaukee Bucks or, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brewers? Um, yeah, that dude That dude kills it. Fred Dreyer, who was played Hunter. Uh, but yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah, I think he played pro football for a little wow. bit. Wow, I, I, I was unaware of that. I Thank you very much did. for educating me on that. So just another dude who's like, I guess uh, now that I'm done playing pro football, I'm going to be a sitcom star. Yeah. Dose. Dose. Like, and, and, and then actually went to do it. Right. So you work as a head writer's assistant on Real Time with Bill Maher. Yeah. How was that? How was that experience? Because I, cause I, I, I used to watch that show religiously. I don't know mm-hmm. why I don't watch it as much anymore, but mm-hmm. like, he has like great guests on, mm-hmm. and like and, and then he gives his commentary at the end. Right, like being on that show was it was it because Bill Maher is a comedian, mm-hmm. but he you know speaks on a lot of stuff that's steeped in real life. Right, is the writers' room very serious or is it very comedic? Uh, I would say it's more serious. And to be clear, there's a writer's assistant who's in the room most of the time. My desk was right outside the head writer's office. Okay. So, like, I worked with him the most. But the times I was ever in the room, it was – I wouldn't even say it's, like, laugh out loud funny. Okay. Because right? they're not really trying to do that. People are laughing, but, like, it's really just kind of chill and people kind of, like, taking shit to task and being like, you know what's fucked up about that? This. And right. then being like – the comedic, and then being like, and then finding something funny in it. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, but it, you, you'd be surprised how much more, not more, but like how much goes into like the questions that these writers want Bill to ask. Because yeah. they're like, yeah. I mean, he's never talked about this. Like, go after that. You know what right. I mean? Um, and then Bill's amazing because he takes these 12 dudes at least that's what it was then, or maybe it was like mm-hmm. eight dudes. Mm-hmm. And all the things they all write, they all write a monologue, they all write the closing thing, and then he takes and synthesizes the things that he wants to say out of it. Oh, that, wow. Right? He kind of like min- minority reports it. Exactly. He's wow. just like over here. <laughs> yeah. Remember that move? Yeah. Uh, and, then, yeah. and then goes through and wow. rewrites it wow, wow, to wow. like make it his, his own a little bit more. Um, but yeah, and then it's live every Friday. Wow. And, and I I still watch and I love that show because it's where the discourse happens. Mm. Right? Not always, but at least sometimes there's people from both sides and I hate even that I have to say sides. Mm. Cuz that's Correct. where we are that there's just two sides. But we're all human to be honest. Right. When it comes down to it. Right. Yeah. But there's people from different perspectives. Factions, yes. Yeah, right? Yes. And you're not really getting that much Anywhere else, right? There's Correct. A lot, there's a lot of shows where you watch and they just look at the camera and they say all the stuff and I'm Talking laughing. heads. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I agree, mm. but I'm not interested mm. because, you, you know, you're telling me what I want to hear. And I go, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, that. I feel the same way. Right. But I'm not like 
it's not testing me. Whereas if I go on and I hear some like conservative dude make a point that I'm like, that's not a bad point. Yeah. That I I didn't think about that yeah. because I think this way. Yeah. And then I could go, good point. But no, like it tests where I stand, right? Yeah. And I, I just enjoy uh, that the active kind of, thought. Yeah. Aspect Otherwise, of you're just a passenger. You know what I mean? Right. 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 Um. So I, yeah, I still watch, and it's fun to. It was awesome to work on something that was live like that every Friday night. Everyone yeah. gets dialed in to like, yeah, you know, get the show going. Yeah, I'm just dropping Bill's fish and fucking broccoli off in his <laughs> dressing room before the show. Wow, you know? I'm thinking that you're actively in in the writer's room, dude. I got, I was in there a little bit, but it was mostly like taking care of the head writer, uh, taking care of production stuff, and then um, taking care of like. Uh, night of show type stuff. Got it. So, at what point do you, Blake, Adam, and Kyle come together and form this mail order situation? Because that's where I first learned about you all. My buddy, My my, my buddy John Mosley, Uh shout to John Mosley, he was like, have you seen these? Have you seen these? And I was like, no. And like, the reason why I I talked to you about when you said earlier my school was 60-40, and I said it, it explains a lot because I was very surprised that within your monologue or within the um, within the show, mm-hmm. there were a lot of black references. Like you know, the guys like, "Who am I? You're Gregory Hines." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or like, nobody's a triple threat outside of Jamie Foxx. Right, right. By the way, Jamie Foxx is just like, I might need security. <laughs> hey, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm is hardwired to me. So deep. That was just what I would come home from the bar in college. I'd be like, let's throw that on oh, every night. But but uh, but as a as a watcher to watch you all like drop these references, like using the you know the the, the Jamie Fox as an example. Right. I was like, so, like you 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 have to be cultured to know these references, and the fact that you went to this high school that speaks to it. But did your other partners also have the same type of? No. Social interaction. No, no. And like, so, and look, I'm not like uh, the most down dude, right? I'm not like in the fucking culture, but I mm-hmm. grew up at a place. And to be honest, my school, as great as it was, it was kind of fucked up because there was a lot of like tracking going on, right? Tracking. Tracking like honors classes and regular Oh, yeah, classes, yeah, yeah. Right? AP and all that. Right, 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 right. right and guess right, who right. gets encouraged to go AP? Oh, wow. White kids, mostly. And guess who doesn't get encouraged? Black kids, mostly. Wow. And guess huh. who was in the regular classes with mostly black kids? Me, right? So, like, right. I have friends who have took away zero or close to zero influence, right? Whereas me, I'm like, I, it's, part, soaked it's, it up. it's part of me, right? Yeah. Like, and also, like, code switching, right? I'm code switching. <laughs> Cause like, on the weekend, like, when I was real young, we belonged to a country club. So I'm like doing that oh you were co-switching like a mother right and so then like and my parents are like why are your pants hanging off your butt you know and I'm you like, were sagging i'm trying to survive out here <laughs> are you um, serious? and so like wow but like and then i mean when i went to wisconsin i remember this on my recruiting trip and i feel like i've told this before but i just remember it, it i'm like getting driven around they're showing me campus and i'm like this is cool like where are the black people? Right. And one of the teammates is like, why? 
Wow. And I was like, wow. Cause, and I'm like feeling like hairs on my neck now. Cause I'm like, cause this is, this is weird to me. This is like, this is white. Wow. This is white. Like it is alabaster for real. For right. Real. And thank God my freshman year roommate uh, was a black dude from um, not Atlanta, but uh, outside Atlanta. Um, and that just helped ease in. Wow. To the honky. Um, <laughs> but so it's very much like a part of me. People all people all people pick up on it a little bit and they're like, where are you from? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 and see, the thing is, like, when, when, when you say the most down, like, I'm I'm not saying people should be out here with you know Kenta Cloth on you know black fisting. I'm just saying it that's, was written. That's my wife. <laughs> oh serious? No, but close. So but 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 the thing is it it was just so refreshing to to watch this comedy and it's like it's it's like the revised version of like um Animal House. Mm-hmm. That like like that's what I felt I was yeah. looking at, and you were the guy who like ran the house right. and then it was Niedermeyer right. and by all the, the rest way, of them. By the way, my dad is basically Niedermeyer. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, he's not as outspoken. Wow. He's like more low-key dude. But I remember watching Animal House super-duper young. Like six, Super young. Six or seven. Did your father also have mad comics too? No, 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 no. Okay. But, but my okay. neighbor did, and that was a game changer. Okay. He had that, and he right. had the Lampoon. Which yeah. He was like, this one has boobs in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. But so watching Animal House, I remember being like uh, – when they're like showing the different parties, right? And there's mm-hmm. one that's all the like buttoned up in their blazers and like this is so and so. He's on the swim team. I'm like, oh, I swim. And like the dudes are all buzz cuts and short and like right. pl- they play golf and like my dad was like a, a golfer in college and stuff. Mm. And uh I was like, oh, like I'm from that. But wow. I, but I want to be these dudes over here yeah yeah but like i'm stupid i'm failing out of school like wow. i felt like i was i was built for that but i was doing the delta house shit yeah right yeah so that movie just spoke to me in, wow in too many ways so i felt like i was otter yeah oh wow otter and yeah. like otter was like the guy who's like yeah i could probably pledge that fraternity but like they fucking suck right right i'm like exactly i'll be with these slobs and be like the king of the dipshits but 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 have a blast have the best time had a all no, right, so, no rules while like just yeah anyway so my so my question for you yeah. is at, at one point do you all develop workaholics right and was it a hard sell to the network how did you all land at comedy central um, so I met Adam in Los Angeles at Second City, LA, mm-hmm. right? Off the bat, I'm like, this dude's super funny. Yeah. Super talented, had characters and stuff like we were doing just like regular improv scenes. Like, you know, okay, uh, it's a job interview, right? And he, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, um, have a seat. And he's like, okay, I have a seat right here. And you're like, oh, like he yeah. could have just he sat falls down right and like a regular dude. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah has like big swings right um and we just hit it off and he was like you got to meet my guys who i was doing improv with at orange coast community college where he had just dropped out of wow right and so that was blake and kyle kyle directed wow most of the workaholics episodes played the drug dealer Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh If, if, if you don't know what we're talking about like i always say please look it up Please continue, Anders. Check it out. Maybe even like buy uh, episodes off iTunes or something. There we go. Um, there we go. But so we just started doing live comedy. 
Mm-hmm. Kyle wanted to be a, f- a film director. He was in like the L.A. Film School, which is essentially like a trade school here where you can learn to edit, direct, light, whatever. Wow, wow, wow. Um, and so he was doing that, and we had gotten a camera, and we started just making videos and putting them on like our website. And then YouTube drops, and we're like, oh, now we can like really share. We can really catch on. Right. And like the comedy page is huge, and we start putting videos up on there. And we do like 80 videos over seven years of like just being a sketch group. And in the meantime – I'm doing real time. I worked on Bones, uh, the like, you know, the fucking yeah, the show. Fox it was on Fox, comedy. right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I was. What were you doing there, on Bones? Writer's assistant on okay. that. Okay. Yeah, bro, I, mean, you, I was taking whatever. Oh, I could. you was hustling, bro. Yes. Yeah. And uh, just doing that, and like, you know, making zero money. Wife, girlfriend at the time is like, "What are we doing here? Like, right. you're fetching sandwiches. Like, right. you're serving right. like fish to Bill Maher. Come on, yeah. Uh, but you're, I mean, but you're like, right, like, like stardom is right there, and you're like standing right here. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm working in the business in a capacity, right? So, mm-hmm. like, seeing how the sausage is made, it's it's not foreign to me. Like, I'm I'm in, but I'm not in all it, the way in in the way that I want to be doing it. Correct. Um, okay, and so. Gotta hustle. You're doing like the day job, you know, and I'm and I'm hoping at some point I could be writing on real time, right? Because that's just a comedy job. I'm like, great, right? Um, but so we're filming all these sketches, and we do a little series that involves like the office mm-hmm. and like hijinks in the office. And Walter Newman, shout out, mm-hmm. um, Pasadena's very own, absolutely. Um, What's up, Walt? He saw our sketches online and hit us up and was like, I work at Comedy Central. You guys should come in. And, wow. And we went from like a meeting with just him to a meeting with him and another guy. Wow. To another meeting with four people and then like a meeting with like 10 people. Wow. And then they gave us 50 grand to shoot a pilot, which is like. Was that like pennies from heaven? Yeah. Well, so we put it all into the to the thing. Wow. We didn't take any money. Wow. Because we were just like, we can't. Like 50 grand is nothing. And they mm-hmm. wanted us to shoot just like they're like shoot a couple scenes of like what the tone of the show would be, and I was like, "Yo, we got to give them a pilot. Like they know we can <sighs> film That's three right. to six That's minutes, right. right? That's right. Let's show them we could do a whole episode. Yeah. So we wrote an episode um, that it became the pilot, filmed it, and then the rest the is show. history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, interesting fact, just sidebar, Walter's mother was the principal at my high school. No shit. His sister, Tara Newman, like, like they were both like extremely sharp. Neither one of them went to Muir. They both went to private school, but their mother right, right. was I, the did principal. Did he start at Blair and then transfer? I don't know. Go he, ahead. Like, but but he, yeah. I, I think he went to Muir for a quick second. Okay. So whenever I talked to him, he has high reverence because when I was there, well, we were there together, I believe. Yeah. But he would always come up there and we had a really good basketball team. Jock Vaughn, who's the coach in Brooklyn, yeah. he was on our team yeah. and like, the guy he is on the coach, the, on, on the coaching side, he was that guy in like ninth grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like he would come to the class like Warrior, we need you to be eligible. Yeah, quit jacking around in the class. Dude, I mean, like you're speaking my language, dude. <laughs> bro. Incredible. Anyway, sidebar. Shout out to the Newman family. Yeah. All right. So, did you all have a timetable when you all first started on workaholics, or was it like a curb your enthusiasm? Like we're just gonna do this as, as long as we can? Uh, no. I mean, we look for me. I was like. Preparing myself to 
Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Be a writer. And I started acting in, like, sketches that we were filming, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I didn't come out here to act, but I had done a couple, like, comedy shows in high school. And so I wasn't, like, like scared, right? I'm like, okay. all right, I'll do it. I, li I like I like the attention. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be a staff writer on a show. I'm going to work myself up to a story editor. Like, there's a whole ladder with a bunch of rungs in it to be a writer on in TV, right? Yeah. And then eventually you get your own show. Right. I went from getting sandwiches for a head writer. Bro, you jumped the to line. To just having my own show. And the and the the staff at at Real Time were super cool because I brought in like a DVD of the pilot and I was like, hey, like, would you guys watch this at lunch and check it out? And they were like, all right, yeah, you know. And then they watched it, and a couple of them, more than one of them, is what I remember, came to my desk after lunch and they were like, this is pretty good. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely. It was another one of those like, oh, this is a moment like the one I had in college where. Yeah. We filmed both the things I wrote. Right. Where I was like, cool. Yeah. You know, like, because you could get people watching your stuff a little bit here, get clicks on that. You could you could be smart about how you title a video so people click on it or whatever. But when you have someone who works in the industry. That gives you those accolades. Like it means like, way more. Yeah. So, and I respected those dudes because I know how smart they are. Like, mm. not just funny guys, but like, right. you know, smart guys. Yeah. Um, Did any of the characters mirror you three in any way? And if yes, how so? Uh, yes, in all ways. But then we just would turn it up to like 11. Okay. Right? <laughs> okay. So okay. like my guy was like a super preppy dude that had like this little hood rat in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. Uh, Adam was like this off the wall, like, you know, uh, bazooka of energy, right? Mm -hmm. And Blake's kind of like the quiet, laid back dude who's like, "Can we just have a good time, like, and not, yeah. get, not you're not getting trouble, right? Um, right, right. You know, so yeah, it was a lot of that. Uh, and then like my character swam, which is just like funny. Like swimming's not like cool, but it's also not like goofy, and it's a sport that's really hard that takes a lot of like yeah, dedication. Man. Yeah, and, and nobody gives a fuck. About right. swimmers? Yeah. Like, I remember in college, every year, somebody on the rowing team would write an article in, like, the college newspaper that would be like, we're up at 4 a.m. doing this, doing that, doing that. And I'm like, shh. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nobody cares. We're all here because football exists. <gasps> right, they're, right, they're, right, right, right. Your boat, the, the whole boat house, paid for by them. Paid for by the linebackers. Stop it. Right. Nobody cares. Right, right. Don't rock right. the boat. Right. Like. Wow. And, yeah. And, like, swimming, you you want to care. But I remember being, like, on the way to Big Ten championships, and everybody's just worried about March Madness and, like, what basketball teams are getting lined up or whatever. Right. And I'm like, you're going to the Olympics. Like, you're 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 the one of the best swimmers in the nation. Wow. And you're talking about Wisconsin, who at the time was just okay. Like, you should be sweat sweat yourself, right? But again, it's wow. like swimming. You know, it's it's, it's it's the Rodney Dangerfield of sports. It gets no respect. It gets no respect. No. So, the er, er, earlier in the conversation, you were talking about the theatrical release. That was one of my questions. Yeah. Any plan for a theatrical release? Yeah. So 
Or at so, least streaming release. Mo- a movie streaming was what it was going to be. So the show has such a cult following. Mm-hmm. How did you all decide it was time to move on? And was it difficult to do so? The money. Uh, the the money. That yeah, money. I mean, look, we all started, our career started to blossom. Mm. And uh, we basically were like, hey, like, back back the truck up. Like, we're killing it yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Um, and they backed it up a little bit, but it, it just wasn't enough for us to be like, okay, we're better off staying here doing this. Got it. You know what I mean? Wow. They don't syndicate shows for the most part. Comedy Central um, doesn't. Comedy Central doesn't. They do with South Park because of some crazy deal they made 30 or 40 years ago uh-huh. uh, where they got screwed. So like Comedy Central got screwed? Yeah. It's amazing. You can read about it places. But basically, like, wow. the South Park dudes have, like, the rights to the show and half of everything that gets so that's Toys, <sighs> it, the airs anywhere. Like, usually you get, like, 15, 20, 17% if you're, like, the creator of a show. They get half. They were there early. They were, like, the first ones. And they are the ones who can, like, pick where it goes and stuff. And it's it's wild. And that's why they're gajillionaires. Exactly. Was Scott Rooten behind that Scott Rudin uh, produced Game Over Man, which is a movie we did for Netflix. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which was okay. originally titled Stakes is High. Are you serious? After the incredible. So <laughs> I got, I, 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 I want us to pause one second with the sure. questions because today the De La Soul catalog mm-hmm. is available finally. Yeah. I posted on my Instagram. Look, look at this. It's a holiday. Truly. But what's so amazing about it is that the plug is not here. One of the plugs is not here anymore. Isn't that so ironic that they worked so hard, so diligent, and then once the payoff came, he was just like, my time here is up. It's a real bummer. Isn't that a trip? It's a real bummer. But, like, it doesn't take away from anything that they did. And like I was saying, like, you know, those guys are part of my fabric. Yeah. Deep. Um, Yeah. It's just cool. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. Yeah. I feel that way. I feel I, The thing that's so interesting about music is that no matter where you are in life, when, like, something touches you, you don't forget it. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, before we came in, you saw my shirt, and I was like, dude, I was just texting with buddies last night being like, this is crazy. Like, people can finally listen to it. Yeah. We have all the CDs. All the CDs. Yes. But, like... Now that like it's kind of everyone's talking about it, I feel like I'm 14 again. Like yeah, and and yeah. just like I'm gonna just like keep it rotating. And I, and I was saying to you like I hope those dudes just blast off into a new tax bracket. Like correct and get their due because I don't know. Yes, when, when I was in high school, I'm like, all right, let me go back and listen to like uh, David Bowie or Led Zeppelin or mm-hmm. even like uh, Slick Rick or old KRS-One. Right, right, right. And it sounded amazing to me. Correct. I'm like, this is still this it's food. Is, this is amazing. It's food. Yeah. Exactly. Food. Yeah. And I'm just like, will 30 year olds or 20 year olds listen to this and 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 get it? Does it still have that? Juice? I hope so. I hope so. Or are they going to listen to it like it's big band music and be like, I don't know what the fuck this right. is. This is goofy. <laughs> right. Right. But but part of me, like, right. if you go back and you listen to like Stevie Wonder from the 70s, I wasn't alive, but that shit is still amazing. Yes, it is. So I just hope that it, it <laughs> resonates in a way where you're like, it has to. Correct. It has to. You can't put on stakes as high 
And not feel it. And not be like, I'm cool as fuck. Like that album, you listen to it, it makes you feel like you're cool. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. Um, right. Right. At least it made me feel cool when I was listening to it. When it came out, I was like, if I'm listening to this, I'm cool. Yeah. You know? And, and, and the thing was, it was a lot of skits. They were like actors themselves. Right. They were oh, like, yeah. they, they were like black workaholics almost. Dude, I'm telling you, like, like there's so many parallels. Yeah, the, the fabric and even like the sample drops, like I can't be your lover. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. like, and just like, all the Prince Paul shit, all that stuff is just yeah. embedded in me. Where when people do ask me who my comedy like icons are, I do throw Prince Paul on there. Even going to like Handsome Boy Modeling School wow. and all that <sighs> stuff, I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is hilarious it's great stuff this is funnier than most comedy albums yeah what does toot et lele put mean right i mean yeah and and, and I'm, I'm getting this in the eighth grade so like i, I yeah. for the post-it idea because because i i do want to pay respect to them but i also wanted to move on with our conversation i'll say one last thing mm-hmm. the i posted one of my favorite songs from three feet high is rising because i used to listen to that album all the time right anyway so that being said shout to y'all yeah. Um, per your career, do you like TV or motion pictures better? Um, I mean, I guess I like movies. You mean to work on? No, just I mean, just or like watching. Just period. I mean, just like no. Well, for in terms of your career, like uh, okay, do like if somebody asked me, do I like being a tailor or do I want do I like ready to wear? I like the tailoring for the quality, but I like the ready to wear for the money aspect. Right, 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 right. So in terms of TV or motion pictures, which do you like? I mean, I like TV. Um, Better than motion picture. Yeah, like I like mm-hmm. writing TV because it's tight. There's not much room for like shit that doesn't shouldn't be there, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I guess in a good movie script too. But I like writing TV. I like getting a second shot where it's like, oh, that episode was great. That was fun to see that character do this. But man, it'd be really cool to see them do this. Oh, we're TV. We can do that. Yes. For years, right? Right, right, And sometimes it gets played out, but, like, it's still fun. And and as, like, a family man dude who, like, moved to L.A., if if I'm working in L.A. and I can be on a TV show here in L.A. Yeah. And come home at night and, like, be home on the weekends. Yeah, man. That's great. Amazing. I don't love being on the road um, for a movie. You know, like, I I did about my father in Mobile, Alabama. Mm. And, uh... Love Mobile, good people, good food. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was there for two months, and I would have rather just been commuting from the house. You know? Right, down to Warner Brothers or down to Sony in, yeah. in Culver City. Yeah. I, I like that. And it also, like, I'm a routine guy. It keeps me out of trouble, right? Swimming kept me out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the routine of, like, I got this thing. I do this thing. Right. This is it. I don't love hunting for the next project, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I get too thirsty for like elevating where I'm like the next one's got to top the next right, one. Right, right, right. And then right, I'm right. like, what are you doing? Just like take right. shit that you think would be cool. You know what I mean? And, like, and that's how you look back and you got like this body of work that's incredible because you've chose that. That's why I was asking you about Ed earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. the next question I have for you is in Inventing Anna, we saw you as a dramatic Anders. Right. Super dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Smoldering eyes, all Ooh. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. About my father is more comedic. Yeah. What, what's more fulfilling, comedic or dramatic roles? 
uh, dramatic. Um, dramatic. No, no, no. I was just doing a uh, dramatic drop. Uh, DJ Drama is that who does it? Dramatic. Drama. Does he do? Who does dramatic? I, I think know. I think it's DJ Dramatic. It is right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <coughs> uh, comedy. Comedy. Hands down. Wow. Like it because because comedy is fun, and I only want to have fun. Amen to that. I don't want to be like. Amen. There was some. It wasn't offered to me, but they wanted me to like read for it, and they're like, "You're going to be a serial killer." No. Uh, it's ten episodes. You're not Dahmer. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> that dude killed it though. He did, but like motherfuckers <laughs> would walk around the neighborhoods dressed as Dahmer for Halloween, and I'm like, bro, that's not. That's so not appropriate. That shit's not appropriate. <sighs> I. I We'll, we'll circle back. We'll circle okay, back. Uh, we'll circle back. Bro, are you really, really standing up for the Dahmer Halloween outfit? I, I guess I would say this. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, he was like, he was, he was chopping up a lot of black people, though. I understand. I understand that. <laughs> so and, I'm like, and, and he can chop up anybody. Yeah. And and, and I don't care. Uh, but like, it's I. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Let's circle back because um, it looks like you have some 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 things you really want to share about that. I like people being able to do whatever they want to do. Wow. And, and if that dude runs into somebody who's like not okay with it, that's he he dressed up like that. Listen, but I don't want to be like you can't. Oh, no, I'm I'm but no no you I, know I agree with you on that because we yeah. all have free will. I'm yeah. just saying, if if I had to choose, am I going to choose? Um, you know, my friend, my 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 ultimate goal. It's for my entire family to dress like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. My entire family. So my wife is fair skinned. Sure. So she's the the the, the Michael Pryor to him passing. Right. But I'm the off the wall version because right. I'm the darkest. Right. My son is Thriller. The yeah. other one is bad. Like yeah. Because Michael has several different skin phases. Right. Yeah. But like, I think that that would be genius if we're all out as Michael Jackson. That would be great. That would be great. I think you should do that. <laughs> Michael Jackson also sorted past. Very sorted. Who knows? Extremely sorted. Anders, um, yes. But I like, agree. Yeah, but so, but what, what's cool is that you wouldn't, if you could, dress up like Dom, Dahmer, uh, and that's what makes you dope. Mm. Right? Like, these are things that we just need to let happen so we can go, don't fuck with that guy. Say word. He doesn't get it. Yeah, Say word. You know yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Let, let people do that. Like, if he wants to dress up, now if he wants to actually eat people... That's the problem. That's the problem. That's, but if that's he wants be a to run around thinking it's cute, like, great, dude. Like, do I, you? I know. I know who you are. Got yeah. you know. Wow. I, I don't know. I love. I, I love the conversation. All right. So, so what are your thoughts but, on comedians? But, but 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 back to drama and comedy. Okay. Yes. I like comedy. I'm here to have fun. I don't want to be a serial killer for six months. Uh, right. I, I just worked on this Godzilla show where I did have to do a, a little bit more drama and like play loss and that kind of thing uh no spoilers yeah um but then like after that scene you're just like it's a lot it takes a lot out of you like because you're 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 immersed you're bringing if you're doing it right or like at least i i'm trying uh you're doing it correct you're feeling you're immersed in it bro yeah 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 and so like there's baggage that comes with that exactly and yeah. So I'm like, maybe not. Maybe we just run around being goofy. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. So, so what are your thoughts on comedians that effectively use social media to build an audience and followings? It's awesome. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do, like, because people used to clown, you know, when you get in the business, people are like, oh, everyone's on YouTube these days. I'm like, right. that's, that's where I'm from. 
Yeah. So absolutely. I, I don't know, like what the difference is between YouTube or like the club circuit, like from mm. the eighties and nineties doing stand up. Like we're all just looking for places to do comedy. Yeah. Now I will say that what's cool about stand up is that you can cut your teeth without a lot of people watching and develop. Right. So right. that when you do get a big audience, you're sharp, you're ready to go, hopefully. Yeah. But like the internet, you could be absolute garbage and potentially become viral for the wrong reasons. Right. It's like, look at this dude. This dude thinks he's funny. He's not. You right. Know? Right. Um, but again, like that's the world, dude. Wow. If you wow. want to put it out there for the world to see, go for it. You got to come with it. And when I go back and watch our sketches, I'm like, well, that one was not great. That one's pretty funny. Oh, that's got a good thing. Yeah. Uh, that one kind of doesn't hold up, you know? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And it's, and it's out there forever. But so if someone wants to go on in, in social media and, like, I don't, who cares? Do your thing. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, like, they like there, there's a guy, Batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like. He was on Workaholics and he was on our movie. And then there was another guy who was from the Inland Empire. He used to do these raps. Uh, uh, spit hot fire. I don't know if you remember this guy. He went. He went viral. I mean, big virally. Yes. Is this the dude who would just fall? Yes. Out? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my god. It was incredible. Oh my god. Deshaun Raw. Yes. I mean, it was incredible. And like yeah. Chris Rock did, did did one of the pieces. I know. Like I was he, thinking about that kid the other day because I was like, "Where's he at? Where and then is I was he?" Like, and then I was like, "Not everybody needs the attention." Yeah. He's probably somewhere right now. Fine, yeah, still funny, right? And is like doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. I what? I don't know. Maybe he's not. I don't know. But shout to that brother. Yeah. What motivates you? Uh, I just want to make good stuff. I want to make stuff that I like, and share that with people. And I think that comes from listening to Dela, listening to Beastie Boys, um, watching movies like Caddyshack. Mm. Uh, I'm going to get you sucker. Yeah. Th- things where people were like at their very beginning. Yeah. Being like hungry. Let's go for this. Yeah. Let's try this. Yeah. Um. By the way, just watched I'm going to get you sucker the other day. Not only does it hold up, it's so funny. So yeah. many people are in it. So many. And KRS won with the closing track. The song is still fire. Unbelievable. Fire. Unbelievable. And I'm sure they did a few takes, but he's rapping with his back to the camera almost the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, turn around. Yeah. Chris, face the camera. He's, he, so, 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 so he's giving us Miles Davis vibes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, I'm not going to play for you all. Right. He's like rapping to the guy who's just kind of like yeah. walking with the bucket. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I'm like, here. But you know what, though? Here. I think, I think he may have been shy. Oh, for sure. I'm mean, Maybe. He, he looked so young. Yeah, he was young. I was like, dude, he looks 18. Yeah, he was I mean, like, he, he might have been 21 young. or something. Yeah, he was super young. Um, Super young, but just seeing like those guys at those point in at, at those point in time where like they're just doing something brand new, uh-huh. right? Or even watching like Dazed and Confused. Wow, like that's a movie where yeah, you just turn it on. It's like a hangout movie, right? Mm-hmm. But it felt so like loose and kind of just about nothing and about everything at the same time. Yeah, correct. Where you're like, oh yeah, like. I have these arguments. I'm like an athlete, but I don't, I kind of want to just go kick it. Right. You know, but I got to like roll with these dudes and like, I yeah. got obligations and like, right. you know, that kind of shit. Uh, well, I have a question for you. Yeah. So you married your high school sweetheart. Yeah. 
So I want you to take me into the Mac vibe that you fell in when you said, you see that girl over there? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that number. Right. Right. I'm going to get that number. Yeah. Take me there. Um, I guess I was a junior and she was a, I was going in a junior year and she was going into a sophomore year. Mm-hmm. It was like the summer, like right before school. Yeah. And so a bunch of people were getting together. We went bowling. Okay. Cosmic bowling. Yes. She had on white shorts. White shorts. Now, when you're cosmic bowling, there's black lights everywhere. Okay. What do white shorts do? They reflect. Uh, they pop. Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I mean, I, I kind of knew her, but like, obviously in high school, everybody goes through like. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before their like blossom moment or whatever. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and she was like a cross country runner. Wow. Um, wow, 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 you wow, know, wow. like, which, so it's an athlete, uh, super smart. So I was like, cool, maybe that'll rub off on me. I'll get yeah. smarter. Yeah. 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 And then I just, uh, just was persistent. Awesome. So, so, so when you first rolled up, was she like, nah, message denied. Or yeah, was she yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, I'll give you a little rhythm. No, it was message denied. And then it was like, Hey, another message. Yeah. Hey, another message. Yeah. And she's yeah. just like, yeah. And, and then, then she's like, all right, I'll read one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so then, yeah, we we dated and we're on and off for a little while, right? You date for a while. It's high school. Right, right. Break up, right. get back together. And then I went away to college. Um, but then she ended up going to the same school as me for reasons that, like, I went there for swimming, like, recruited. Um, and then I didn't really know that her whole family had gone there. Wow. And she and like her sister had gone to a different college and then transferred to that college. So when I was a freshman, her sister was a senior and I would see her around. Uh, right. And so she went to the same school and uh, she was on the cross country team for a little bit. Um, and we were just doing that Wisconsin athlete couple. That's type, awesome. Type thing. Yeah. Power couple. Exactly. Power team. Yeah. Now, how does your wife and child influence your drive? Children. Uh, children. Children. I mean, it's it's. Because it, it's such a balance, man. And what's cool about her is she does not give a fuck about um, Hollywood. Okay. Or money. Or any of this shit. She okay. works. She's she, Her career has been in nonprofit. She, she has spent a lot of time in Africa. Mm. So when she was in college, she studied abroad in Senegal. Wow. Uh, then after that, she went back to teach uh, at the University of Saint Louis. In yeah. uh, San Luis, Senegal, and then 
got her um, master's in African studies and then got into nonprofit work with women's reproductive health. Wow. Um, and so she's been like. Shout to know, you. It's like. Shout to you. 20 countries in Africa. Wow. She speaks Wolof. She knows a little bit of Yoruba. So she like cooking like rice jollof at the house? <laughs> Are you serious? For sure. Yeah, we've had it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We go down to like Fairfax to eat Ethiopian and she's like, dude, I used to have to go down to Fairfax to buy those calling cards. Yes. Remember those? <laughs> From like the little pipe little pipe store. I'm yes, like, yes, hey, let me get the one with like the Africa <laughs> sign on it. And he's like, this right here? I'm like, two. Um yeah, so she she's 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 more about like people. Oh my goodness! She wants yeah. to do work for people, right? Got it. Um, and then most recently, she worked at a place called Care. Uh, that's like a huge global. Wow, she's really humanitarian. She's all about yeah. all about the human. Yeah, and so like, you know, she's not fancy. She doesn't need the purses. She doesn't need anything. She just needs you. She likes the house. Oh, um, I'm, I'm, I guarantee you, she loves the house. Yeah. But, like, with the kids, you got to have the house with, like, you know, you don't have to. But, like, she likes the space. We're trying to raise some little athletes. Yes. Uh, got to have yes. that yard. Little and, swimmers? Uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll okay. See. One of them's got a decent stroke. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, bro, it's all about the stroke. It's all about the touch, dude. We've been over it. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so it's so the motivation is it's, it's, it's interesting because – I can't just be like, babe, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to get this huge payday. Because she's like, who cares? How long are you going to be gone? <laughs> right? Real world questions. Right. Yes. Or I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to work uh, with uh, Robert De Niro. And she's like, okay. Like, very cool. Like, is the movie good? Is the part good? Like, wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's very, very, very grounded. She's uh, obviously like a fan of mine, but not like a fan of mine. You right. know what I mean? Like, she doesn't like sweat me. Right. She, she just, doesn't, like, need me. She's not like, can I come to the premiere or whatever? Right. Can I walk the carpet with you and right. be seen? Right. Uh, she's low-key. Um, she doesn't need it, and it, I admire that about her. That's awesome, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So as an artist, what would you say is your value proposition? And and is that, like, a value add? It's the, what, is, what is the value proposition? There are no wrong answers. So value proposition is... Um, if someone asked me, what is your value proposition to fashion? I would say I'm all about the details, but I'm all about raising my client up to his paramount level, mm -hmm. his optimal level right. in terms of clothing. That's right. my value. That That's what I provide right. to my business. So yeah. in your business, to what you do, what would you say your value proposition is? Uh, my value proposition is might be that I'm I'm not there for me. Like mm. some people some people make things better. And by the way, sometimes this is not always appreciated. But uh some people make things better by just kind of going all out for themselves. Yeah. If that makes sense. Where they're yeah. like, I'm gonna kill this scene. Right. I'm gonna win this scene. I'm gonna be the funniest dude here. Right. And funny's great, right? Mm. And I've actually done that. I have consciously done that on a couple things where I'm like I'm just going to go in there and crush it yeah. with that mindset. But usually uh, I want the project to be better across the board. I don't want to just be like 
the front runner who's like, come on, everybody, keep up. Yeah, you want to be a part of an ensemble. I want everybody to be at the same level, yeah. operating together. Um, and, you know, sometimes if you have, like, a suggestion for another actor or for a writer, they're like, I uh, didn't ask you. I'm like, wow. You know, well, we're standing around for about 10, 15 minutes rapping about it. Right. So, uh, right. We're wasting time. I'm going to give a suggestion. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, you might not need to, you might not want to hear it, but you might need to hear it. Correct. And if you don't like it, great. Right. But you, you should be open to stuff. You know, if like someone pitches something to me, I can still say no. I can still go, I don't know if that line works for me or like, would I say right. that or whatever? Right. Um, but sometimes it's like, all right, fuck it. I'll just say it. Right. And maybe in the, in post, like when they're editing it together, they'll use it. Maybe they won't. You know, Got it. but I've worked on all sides having my own show with the guys where we wrote it, mm-hmm. we acted on it, we sat in on the editing sessions. Sometimes I or one of the other guys would direct the episode. Like, we're all hands on. We're all over it. So, like, you, you you don't, you're not as guarded. You're not like, oh, this is my one thing. I right. gotta protect it. You're like, right. You're like, wait, what did you say? Costume person? Great. That's kind of funny. I'll do that. Right. You know. Right. Um, wow. I'm sure someone out there is like, you didn't do that. I, I was your costume <laughs> person. I pitch jokes constantly. <laughs> you you didn't laugh. You didn't like my laugh. Yeah. Right. So what is a wonderful fact that folks don't know about you that you would love to share? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Wonderful fact about me. Um, if, if you don't have one, we can move on I to the next question. I don't have anything. I you don't have anything. Wow. This wonderful? I don't. That's the first. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I don't know. I don't look in the mirror like that, I guess. Okay. I'm a, I'm a youngest, so I'm always like, you're nothing. Wow. You don't amount to anything. <laughs> did your brothers used to hold you down and tell you that? Like, look at me. I did this to you. They're four and six years older than me, dude. Oh, bro. I, by the the time, Dome. By the time I, and they're. The I Dome. They're probably 5'11", and now I'm 6'3", but by, by the time that happened, they were like, Dude, I'm 26. Like, we're not fighting in the front yard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You know, I'm like, but I'm faster than you now. Right. Right. All right. We don't even swim anymore. <laughs> we barely cared. Like, my oldest brother was pretty quick. But, like, while so, so there's, like, a, a few events of swimming in a meet, and then there's a diving break, and then there's the rest of the swimming. And mm-hmm. during diving, he would go into the locker room, open up a door to the outside, and just smoke cigarettes your brother. <laughs> and then he would just go back in and like win. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So there are three questions I ask every guest so in anyway, clothing. Nothing wonderful. Nothing wonderful. I don't know. Like, wow. I, in this day and age, I'm like, I, with like media and social media, I'm like, I feel like it's out, it's out there. If it's it's wo- out the bag. If it's wonderful, I've probably let you know about it. Got it. You know what I mean? Got it. Why well, would I keep that to myself in this day and age? Got it. I can I'm told, all right, I can respect that. So there are three questions I ask mm-hmm. in closing. The first one, and these can be as long or as short as you want. Mm-hmm. What would you be doing if you were not a comedian? Uh probably coaching swimming. Serious? Yeah. So you so you do love it. Oh yeah. I think it's cool. I th- I think it's cool. I think it's a fun sport. Um I still watch it. I still like it. Uh NCAs are coming up. Uh, a lot, yeah. lot of the college championships just happened last week. Uh, it's a new sport. Dudes are just underwater the whole time now. Yeah. You know, but, um, 
I would do that. Uh, the like dreamer in me, mm. so, like you really couldn't do this, but like maybe you could do it. it would be like an architect. Wow. I used to like draw houses in like graph notebooks and like blueprints and that kind of stuff. Like Frank Lloyd Wright type situation. Yeah. So like growing up wow. uh, outside Chicago, it's like. Frank Lloyd Wright land, right? And then moving to L.A., there's a bunch of shit here, too. And a lot. Of, lot. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Pasadena, too. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was, like, obsessed with Frank Lloyd Wright um, and would just draw cribs. And I was like, someday I'm going to build this crib. Haven't happened. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see if I book a new show or something coming up. Hey, man. Yeah. What would you share with your younger self? Um... I would tell myself uh, to get out of those clubs. Get out of those nightclubs. The bar. The clubs. Wait, wait, wait. Are, are, are you talking about the, the club where you had the bar brawl, or are you talking about the club where we just go in here to just get it in? I'm talking about when I moved to L.A. in 2003, and it was like peak Grey Goose era. Oh, yes. Right? It was, oh, do you know about... Belvedere, right? Yes. It was like just a new. This one's quadruple distilled, right? Right. And like trying to like roll, and I had no money, and I had friends who like actually got in the the fashion industry and like were designers and like making decent money and getting bottle service, and I was like, I can't even like chip in, right. you know, right? And just like kind of like being like, all right, and charging it to the game and racking up like credit card debt and all that when really, and those are my guys still, mm. but they weren't trying to do what I was trying to do. Right. They didn't move out here to do comedy or get in this business. They were doing fashion. Got it. Um, the dude with the uh, Oilers starter jacket. He designed for LRG. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. All these wow. graffiti writers who grew up and done good, right? They wow. like find the job awesome. where they can apply it. But anyway, yeah. mm -hmm. we would just hit these clubs in that era and I'm like, dude, it's so much money. Can't hear anybody talk. Being wasted. Yeah, getting wasted. But even no, just no, like, no. Like, oh, money, money, being, money being wasted. Money being wasted. Me being wasted. Um, <laughs> you know, and not. Yeah. I should have been. And I was doing that. And at the same time, I would go to like open mic improv and like do that sometimes. And I would and like you know I drive by like movie theaters and be like I should be at the midnight showing of like fucking movies and doing more improv, maybe even doing stand up. Right, honing your craft. Honing my craft, but also like joining the community, right? Like, because wow. yeah. because like, even if you don't even like really hit it off with someone, but if you both started at the Hollywood Improv in two thousand five and you're both still doing stand up, you're homies. Yeah, like because you've seen yeah. how bad you were, you've seen how you've evolved, you've seen wow. somebody pop, you've seen somebody get humbled, like. You, you you stuck it out. You didn't leave. You're still here. Right. You still care or you're still damaged. Um, but wow. you're, you, you know what I mean? So wow. like, yeah, a lot of people who did like UCB in um, New York, the Upright Citizens Brigade, like that's such a community there. The groundlings here, community, mm -hmm. second city in Chicago, community. Like mm. I wasn't plugging myself in. And neither were Adam. Adam does stand up, so a little bit, little bit plugged in. But Blake and Kyle, so we're like these outliers where we just kind of don't even really know anybody. Wow! But, but we love a lot of these people. They like us, and you know, now that we've been in the business this long, we have a community. But I do wish I, 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 
I did a little bit more in the comedy space than in the club space. So, I mean, it's never too late, though. Do you, would, do to you, hit the clubs? Yeah, do you want to do clubs? Are you like, <laughs> hell no. I'm so glad I over, overstepped that. Because yeah. that, that, that's, that's real. I mean, it's the reason why Eddie Murphy, like, has not done stand-up in a while. It's not easy work. It's not easy, and it's humbling. And at a certain point, like, do you really want to not get laughed at after everyone has laughed at everything you've said? Right. You know what I mean? Like, people just, people. I mean, people I know don't laugh at me. And people who I don't know. But, like, sometimes you meet somebody who knows who you are. Mm. And they're laughing too hard. And you're like, this is a fucking nightmare. Right. Um, right. But, yeah, like, and I did stand up a couple times because the writers, for the most part, on real time, a lot of them were stand-ups. Um, Bill Maher is a stand-up. Bill Maher, of course, stand-up. But yeah. the, some of the writers, and I just wanted to be able to speak their language. Got it. So I went and did a couple uh Open mics. Shout out Yasser Lester for getting me in there uh, instead of having like to enter like the lottery. Bro, I like, heard it's like three years. Well, Crazy. So, like you just show up and there's like 40 of you and they're like, we got 20 spots and then there's like a lottery. But my guy Yasser was like, I'll get you in there. So I did stand up like twice and you do two minutes. Yeah. Right? That's it. And it was fine. I think I did okay. Like you're in a room filled with stand ups. So like no mm. one's rolling, no one's drunk. Right. Uh, but I did, I was like, after doing that, I was like, I don't know if I love, I'm not competitive enough to do stand up in that, like, there's a, there's a, there's like a negotiation happening where people yeah, are like, you're, an audience. Yeah. you're gonna make me laugh. Let's yep. see it. And you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you laugh. Right. Watch, watch. Right. And if you, if you bomb, that's why people, I think, like bombing so much because they're just like, man, I thought I was in control and I'm not. And this is, like, why I do it, because it's still dangerous. Yeah, it's, it's extremely dangerous. Yeah, they like to still feel like I could fuck up at any moment. Um, right. Whereas after a while, if you don't bomb, you're like, is this even fun anymore? Like, this isn't exciting. Wow. Because making laugh is just, it's like making, a, like, perfect steak or whatever, at like a restaurant. You do it the first day, and someone's like, "My compliments to the chef," and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, right? I'm they just they paid 150 dollars for a steak I just cooked, but after a year of making that same steak for the same people, you're like, "This is what I do." Right? You know wow. what I mean? Wow. But if someone comes back and goes, "Got to tell you, this was a little off," then you go, "Oh yeah, you know what? I'm gonna make you another one." Yeah. And we'll see if it's off. And wow. then you're like, you know what I mean? So, wow, wow, wow. but I, I don't have that. If if the steak is off, right. I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> you're still going to get your bill yeah. at the end of this. Yeah. Now, I'm so, pretty sure it was, it was cooked right. Yeah. So the last question, we, we were talking about De La Soul and rightfully so you got extremely emotional. Um, the last question, the most important, I feel, of them all is, mm-hmm. and it's the last one of the day. How do you find peace of mind? Uh, TV. Wow. Watching TV. Wow. I mean, I, I, it's just what I did as a kid. I just watched TV constantly, like all the time. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Or I go swimming. Wow. So I'm on a, I'm on a swim team over at the Rose Bowl yeah. uh, with a bunch of, like, ex-swimmers. That's a great aquatic ex-con- center, by the way. Unreal. One of the best. Unreal. And growing up outside Chicago, everything's indoors for the most part. Mm-hmm. So to be in a pool outside, I'm like, this is paradise. It's crazy. Literally. I mean, like, what, I always tell people what's not to love about Pasadena. I, I 
tout it whenever I get a chance. Yeah. Such a great city, great yeah. place. But I want to thank yeah. you, my brother, for pulling up. I know we've been trying to do this for a while. Well, dude, I got I got to say this. Yes. Because people don't know this. I found you on Instagram because I'm a New Balance head, and you had a picture wearing some New Balances that came in my feed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Wow. Who is this? Who is this cool ass dude? <laughs> cool ass dude. Gave you a follow. And I go, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, he's doing this. He's dressing these people. He's making these clothes. Like, he's doing that. He's got his brand. Like, this dude's killing it. And then I and then I start seeing you post from your podcast. And I'm like, so not only is this dude <laughs> cool, he's six seven. And he's hilarious. How's how what? Oh, brother, okay, brother. Well, you said when, when you sent me the message about the trifecta. Yeah. Well, 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 one. Let me rewind. Yeah. When I first got your follow, I was like, because I'm a major. Again, shout to John Mosley. He put me onto your show. When I found that show, I watched every single episode. Cool. And I have friends who worked at UTA because I used to work at William Morris and United Talent. And we would always quote trading places, yeah, coming yeah, yeah. to America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, but like, I started quoting yeah. with John all of these different lines that you all will be doing on the show. Right. So the the um, the appreciation goes both ways. Cool. I yeah. appreciate you. Good. No, I was just like, this dude is. Can I be this guy? <laughs> How do I do a trading places with this dude? Maybe that's the movie we do. Hey. That'd be hilarious. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Just like a week. I don't know. Absolutely. A day. Hey. And then I'll tell you about a body switch movie I wrote for Jamie Foxx that can never happen. Are you serious? Oh, it'll never happen. Can't. We got to talk about that offline. For sure. Another episode of The Measurables with War Air. Thank you to my brother Anders for dropping by. Thank you. Powered by Revolt. Shot by my brother Cali Vision. We will see you next time. Thank you very much. You start the fire This episode of The Measurables is brought to you by our sponsor, General Motors. Learn more about their continued efforts to fund the future and inspire innovation at gm.com. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.